welcome everybody to this week's Extreme Rules Preview on Wrestling Wars Podcast. want to thank everybody for hitting the download button or the listen button. Uh, we're hoping to put, on, put together a real strong show for you today. I'm not going to waste a whole lot of time on the open. This is your host, Mighty NorCal, with my regular contributor, KB, waiting in the wings. The first thing I want to say to everybody is uh, we got a, a very unexpected uh, large amount of downloads last week. And I am kind of blown away and pretty excited. Uh, we got up to around 350. We were averaging for a little while there, over 100 a day. Just uh, thanks for everybody for supporting the show. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, tell your friends. Tell everybody that you know that likes wrestling. If you think this is a good good product and you want uh, more and more people to get into it, please please spread the word. Uh, appreciated all the feedback I got from a lot of people. Um, there are some things that, uh, that you guys liked, mostly things that you guys liked, some things that some people didn't like. Um, all in all, I appreciate all of the feedback. We're going to have a lot to talk about here, so I'm not going to waste no more time. Let me bring in the man of 5,000 matches, KB. What's going on, man? Welcome to the show. Oh, just getting ready for a pay-per-view weekend, which... Somehow it was only what four weeks ago, three weeks ago. Well, yeah. I mean, there's there's some things in life you just gotta you just gotta accept, like sunburns. Uh, the thing about this show that 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 is, and I hate I hate to start off on such a negative connotation and get this going already, but I'll just put a little something in context for everybody. Um, I'm very I'm I'm very into the fitness thing. My wife is goes to the gym a lot too, and so we we usually get. For you know, like a bad food day, we'll get um, like pizza or a Taco Bell or whatever for a pay-per-view and enjoy ourselves and relax and watch the show. And um, talking to my wife earlier on this week, and I said, uh, you know, what are we doing for this weekend? And, uh, and I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, gosh, is this even a pizza-worthy show? Is this even worth eating a whole pizza while watching over? Like, just I just. Maybe you'll help me build some enthusiasm for it, but I'm just feeling, I'm really feeling that dreaded uh, Sunday Night Raw vibe with this. Um, well, how are you feeling about the show overall, KB? Well, Raw and SmackDown haven't really done it, haven't really done this pay-per-view any favors. Um, it really does feel like a bunch of WrestleMania rematches with uh, shenanigans attached. Now that being said, WrestleMania 31, I had the same bad feelings going into it, where it just didn't feel like a like a strong show, but then it blew everything away. Now, this show seems a lot more like it's going to be where if the matches are strong enough, it can carry the show to a decent grade, and Extreme Rules does have a tendency to do that. The same with a show like TLC. That is where true. The matches, true. the matches may not look the strongest on paper, but if you just get enough violence and in emotion into it, it can be a very solid event. And and really, this has been one of the strongest events for the WWE year in and year out. I mean, usually you're going to get quite a bit of stellar action on this show. I mean, Extreme Rules 2012 is super memorable show. Um, they Last year was very good, too. Rollins jumping off of things. Um, I, I go back and forth. I vacillate between whether this is even a show that is really relevant in a day and age with PG because there's just a certain cap on what you can expect to see in a lot of these matches, but they usually seem to somehow pull it off and make it a pretty stellar show. So, not but is this show in Chicago? Isn't it? I believe so. Yes. Oh boy. Well, that in and of itself is gonna be fun to watch and, and fun to check out. I always love a Chicago crowd, so that'll be good to see. 
Um, how do you feel about about Extreme Rules, the the, the product and and the gimmick, now that we're in this PG era? Well, if they are so insistent on doing WrestleMania rematches, which it makes sense, it, it's the biggest show of the year. You ha- it, it makes sense to do it again. Uh, you have to add in something, or it's just the same show with a lot less emotion and a smaller arena, and no tanks, unfortunately. Um, the putting in gimmick matches, it's really the only way they can go with this, as, for one thing, they don't really have time to build up a new card with only, is it four weeks? I think it's four weeks between the two shows. If that, yeah. And the Raw after WrestleMania being its own entity that you that doesn't even really count towards the next pay-per-view. Yeah. It's, it's just such a unique show in its own right. Uh, three weeks isn't enough time to set up a new set of matches. So the rematches are the logical way to go. A lot of the stories are still there. I mean, we'll get into the specifics later, but it makes it makes enough sense to keep doing the rematches, and you have to have the gimmicks. Or why would I want to watch WrestleMania? Why would I want to watch a repeat of WrestleMania without any of the big pomp and circumstance of it? Changing on it, I can I can understand that, and I suppose I agree. I can agree enough. Um, so you ready to dive into the show, sir? Sir. All right. Um, what I figure was gonna is gonna kick things off. Um, gotta be Harper and Ambrose uh I'm pretty I'm pretty excited about this personally I think this is the match I'm looking forward to the most out of the whole show now I'm not gonna sit here and say this is you know gonna be the best wrestling wise or it's gonna be it's the most high profile match but for me it's the one I'm looking forward to the most because both guys are not afraid to uh really crank it up really to get as violent as they're allowed to be I mean Harper's match with ladder match with Dolph Ziggler was extremely brutal and just I mean had some oh wow moments some holy shit moments so uh i can i'm hoping that we can get some of the same on this and if they're out there first if they go out there first in front of that chicago crowd and it's these two guys it's gonna be hot and heavy um i'm excited for it how do you feel i'm pretty much the same way this is this is one of those matches where it's gonna just depend on how they treat these guys if they let those two go nuts and just get creative with their violence and just beat on each other with whatever they can find, it could be very entertaining. Uh, these are two guys who can wrestle that hardcore, more intense style and do it as well as almost anyone in the company right now. So just putting them together, you still have, I guess, some remnants of the Wyatts versus uh, Shield from last year. So it's still you've still got the natural story built in. Then they have the injury from uh, WrestleMania to t- to make it to get it to extreme rules. So just putting them together and letting them beat on each other is probably the best thing they can do. I like, uh, I like kind of the way it's been built too. It's kind of just been built. Like you see so many, so many over elaborate or, uh, you know, dramatic or, you know, over the top storylines between guys to lead in the matches. This has been pretty much just straight, just two tough guys who have, whose matches have gotten out of hand quite a few times because they're just so intense with one another and trying to fight each other so hard so that i kind of like that i kind of like that you know we've tried to have regular matches our matches got out of control because it gets so hot and heavy and we don't like each other so let's go ahead and settle this uh settle this the old way um i like that i like that a lot that it's had such a simple build to it so it does and also unless i'm missing something this is the closest thing to an extreme rules match we have at extreme rules yeah yeah which, I mean, I'm sure there's someone out there with more than enough time on their hands to break down the differences between an Extreme Rules match and a street fight. But, uh, I mean, yes, I have seen someone break those differences down before. And well, there, made, there is there's made, slight differences. A lot of times in street fights, uh, you can, 
that you can do false count anywhere, I believe. The the one I'd have a tough time you'd have to break down for me is the difference between a, a street fight and a and a false count anywhere. Um, I'm pretty sure in a in a Chicago street fight you can you can pin him anywhere. They can pin him anywhere in the building, and uh, stream rules uh, has to end in the ring, like the old ECW rules. Um, yeah, it, it, I street fights. I thought street fights were usually uh, just in the ring, but it's one of those things where we'll find out in what a day and a half. So yeah. And it's one of those things that really doesn't it really really doesn't make a difference either way. It's going to be violent. It's going to be these guys just beating the tar out of each other, which is usually the most the most entertaining match on shows like this. I mean, you had Lesnar and Cena, which stole the show that night. Um, you had Cactus Jack against Randy Orton back in two thousand four. Which is it, there's something good about just letting guys who can get violent be violent. It always it's always good for for a ten to twelve minute match that'll really wake the crowd up, even though a Chicago crowd is awake by definition. And not to, uh, you know, go off too much on a tangent, but I think shows like this where they do let people push it a little bit and they do let people go, go further than usual, um, that really, it kind of, it kind of gives you a good excuse and a good reason why the PG era in that, in this part is kind of a good thing because when we saw Lesnar and Cena last year or two years ago and, got as crazy as it did that was like a real holy shit moment and that is because you don't ever see anything like that and that's because of the pg era so that part of it i can kind of support i've always kind of supported um going away from blading and 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 that sort of thing because when it does happen it's it's special and it's a holy shit moment i think i would i would like them to be able to open the creative envelope a little bit more but there's times with that when it's like wow that's actually a really good idea yeah, I, I really hope it gets a little bit better than just the usual kendo sticks, chairs, and then one table spot. I mean, you don't have you don't have to bring in like the Especially big. Especially kendo sticks. I don't know if I've mentioned that before, but those kendo sticks are one of my biggest pet peeves in professional wrestling. Who the fuck is out there practicing karate before the show and hiding their kendo sticks underneath the ring? That is extremely <laughs> irresponsible. Of them. And what what an appropriate what an appropriate adjective. That is fucking bullshit, man. Uh, I think I remember, was that. I think it, I think it was JBL who once said, "Who puts this stuff under the ring?" Right. I can handle Gatorades and you know a ladder. They need it for the stage crew, things mm-hmm. like that. But why the fuck are there kendo sticks? Wouldn't it make more sense to already have the kendo sticks like pre-posted around the poles? So it's like, hey, we're putting these out here purposely to provide people with weapons in a weapons-based match like like it was a conscious decision not that there just happens to be martial arts weaponry hanging out underneath the ring I'm, I'm just saying i'm just spitballing here how the fuck has no one who gets paid for this thought of this all after all these years i don't know well they thought of it with with a with a singapore cane match with i think big show and tommy dreamer once yeah, and yeah, the... that's where i you know that's where i got the idea from i know it's been oh, done okay. so i don't i don't get it well, anytime Tommy Dreamer is involved, it usually involves crying and a lot of nonsense. So, uh, I'll um, yeah, the less said about Tommy Dreamer, the better. Which I'm sure will get a lot of uh, a lot of hate mail from me, but whatever. Oh man, man! The fact that I look a little bit like him has no bearing on this whatsoever. Speaking of hate mail, we're gonna move on to everybody's favorite segment from last week, the divas. <laughs> we won't stick on this for too long because. Everyone lost their fucking minds about the time that we spent on the Divas last week. But, Which is what, like five minutes? Uh, well, I mean, hey, it was tough. It was tough. Um, now, the one thing I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay out some betting odds. I want to ask you here what your over-under here is. Right. Nikki and Naomi, I 
guess Nikki's supposed to be the face. Did something happen on SmackDown that further enhanced that? Educate me, please. I haven't been able to watch it. Did uh, anything happen that would make me... Not that I remember. It was... Um, I can look it up real fast. I don't think they did, no. No, okay. nothing, nothing special, at least. Well, let me first of all throw out there that Nikki Bella could not get over as a face if she walked out that curtain buck naked and handed out Mexican food to the fucking crowd. <laughs> so, That's I don't know what they're going with this, and what my betting odds I want to ask you is, what is the over-under on the time after the bell rings that it becomes clear that this was about as good an idea as putting a screen door on a submarine? A minute... Uh... Is a minute going to go by before it's like, oh my god, this oh, no, is that, probably yeah. the most terrible I think, idea ever. That's give, a minute might be giving the Divas too much of a chance. Um, and that's Remember the last time. in like, Chicago here. Oh, yes, I know. Um, I mean, it's going to be right underneath, like, poop-flavored popsicle, number one. Lighting a campfire in a life raft, number two. Number three, turning Nick, Nikki Bella face before she goes against Naomi in fucking Chicago. Maybe this, that's what this is. Maybe is this a rib on the Chicago crowd? Is that what's about to happen? It, it, hmm. One would think so. I mean, uh, for one thing, someone's going to have to explain to me the idea of taking the most athletic diva they have and making her a heel. I mean, that'd be like turning Jeff Hardy heel, and that would just be the dumbest thing you could possibly do. My weekly shot at TNA, because, well, they're stupid sometimes. But, uh, yeah, it's... It, this is not going to end well, uh, no matter how you look at it. There was no logical reason to turn the Bella's face other than, oh no, we screwed up and don't have any faces left. Uh, all of a sudden, there was no transition for them on Raw. Just all of a sudden, they were supposed to be the heroes. I, I guess we're guessing at that because there really was nothing no. prevalent. I, they didn't. They were fighting against a person who was mean all of a sudden. They weren't on SmackDown. All that was on SmackDown was uh, Naomi beat Natalia in about two minutes. So that's, which I mean, who doesn't beat Natalia these days? But I, I don't know. I don't know what they're thinking. It's one of those things where, just it, it, like you said, it sounds like a rib on the crowd, uh, which you don't want to do that to a Chicago crowd. Because... I mean, I, I'll, I'll enjoy that. I'll find that perfectly enjoyable. Um, we have we are spending too long pondering upon this match. I could I could hear people tuning out as as we're doing this. Who wins? Who wins and why? Uh, Nikki because she's a Bella and all praise be their names. For uh, <laughs> I forgot to do that on the first match. Uh, Harper Ambrose. Who wins and why? Oh, I'll go uh, Dean on because the writers fall asleep and actually let him win a match for once. Well, I I think Ambrose just because I mean. I, I feel like the, a guy like Harper. It doesn't really matter if he lose. Like he can lose and come back and you know, smash on people and, and roll right over the top of them and be back. Yeah, but couldn't you, you know say, what I'm couldn't saying? You say the, couldn't you say the same thing about Dean, though? Yeah, but if he's a good guy, he shouldn't spend most of his time losing. Well, that hasn't stopped him for months on end, though. If you're, if you're supposed to be people's hero, you shouldn't lose all the time. That's just... That's true. Uh, tag Team Championship match. One that I'm pumped for. Let me tell you something. This was a bust-ass match on the, especially live. Watching it live, I was in Philadelphia for the Royal Rumble. It was uh, on the pre-show. Um, Cesaro and Kid, tag team champions against the New Day. This is gonna be, this is gonna be good stuff. I don't really know what I think of Cesaro and Kid as full-on baby faces, which I read they might be trying to do. But I know I do love the New Day as Meta heels. Um, what do you think of this match? 
Uh, I'm digging the idea of it. Again, just, it, I've always I've been a fan of Big E since he uh, since he was down in NXT. Oh, um, me too, me too. Yeah, uh, just the moment that he comes out to confront the Shield is just amazing stuff. Uh, but that's a uh, it's a long time ago. Uh, Big E and Kofi, their power and speed is always a good uh, a good format for a tag team. It worked with the Hearts. It worked with the Bulldogs. Uh, it, it it's a good combination. I don't want to see them put the titles on, uh, take the titles off of Kid and Cesaro just yet. Uh, I could I could easily see this going to another pay per view match, maybe end in a DQ or something wonky like that. Uh, uh, we'll have, Woods is an interesting addition. I loved how he just cheated to win. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. their match. That just there's something so good about just a heel cheating to win. You don't see enough of that anymore. Absolutely. I, mean, I don't remember the last time I saw somebody throw their their feet on the ropes to get a pin. Well, to be fair, there's, like, no fucking rules in wrestling now, and the referees are just totally brainless and watch things that should be DQs right in front of them. It's almost Attitude Era level with the refereeing, but hey, yeah. a whole other story. Yes, it is. Um, but, yeah, I'll, uh, I don't want to see the New Day get the titles yet, but it, it, the fact that we have two teams that have seem, seemingly changed sides in about the last, what, I'd say, Two weeks, three weeks at most. Uh, God, assuming how over are Cesaro and Kid gonna be in fucking Chicago? Oh, that's a smart haven <laughs> like that. With, and they've the good thing is they've earned it because they, yep. they've got oh, they've, God, they've got they ever. down. It does it does really amaze me though that a year ago we were looking at Cesaro as this guy who could be challenging Lesnar at SummerSlam or WrestleMania, and he's a champion, just not exactly one that anyone expected. But now at least he's in a good place now. I like this team. It's it's the powers of just throwing two guys with nothing better to do together. And oh, that's get what I that's done. what I like the most about them is you can tell that's what they did. And then these two guys, you could tell they worked on team moves together. You could tell they worked on growing a chemistry together. You could tell that these two guys knew, hey, they're just throwing us together. They got nothing else to do with us. But we're going to shove it up their ass. We're going to do something with this. We're going to be the best tag team in wrestling. And they have become that through hard work. And I just, I fucking love that. I love oh, yeah. that those guys have done that. I, I That's the swing into the dropkick is one of my favorite. That's rapidly becoming one of my favorites. Absolutely. Songs. Absolutely. So who do, you, uh, who do you see coming away with this and why? I'm going to go Cesaro and Kid. I think it's just too early to take the belts off of them yet. Uh, New Day is going to be... Nude doesn't need the titles to be over his heels. Just that clapping thing can carry them Absolutely for the next not. six months. Six months. They can carry that for six months easy. Um, I, for one, also on a side note, I'm glad they're keeping Woods out of the ring. The guy's a good promo, but he is one of the most average wrestlers I've ever seen inside the ring. We could have a, we could have ourselves a little uh, tag team revitalization if this keeps going. If the you know you get a troika of the New Day, Cesaro and Kid, and uh, Lucha Dragons all kind of rotating, trying to get shots at the belt, shots at each other, um, regular competitive matches. I mean, that could be big time. It could dare, be. Dare I say, a big show coming up this summer, maybe some uh, some ladders getting involved, maybe? That would be, <laughs> be, it could be crazy. That could be very, very crazy. It could indeed be. Uh, we could have Ascension in there, but JBL needed to get over. So. Yeah, that's a... Uh... I've ranted whole, on that enough we'll, over we'll the do a whole We'll do a whole podcast one time on uh, NXT call-ups that they completely fucking ruined. And oh, that'll be that'll be that'll be solid. There, that'll be a solid deal. There's a 15-minute diatribe on Adam Rose alone. Uh, yeah. Just send Bo Dallas back down there. Just send him back. They would pop. The crowd would pop. He'd do good again. Just do it. All right. Yeah, in, Speaking NXT's of things like... that have been royally fucked up, 
Something that is royally fucked up to my life is the fact that Reigns and Show are once again. Somehow, they've circled back to one another and are feuding once again. Um, they're having a... This is... This this has all bad written all over it. It's Reigns. It's Show. It's a last man standing match. You know who won't be the last man standing? Me. Because I'll probably be asleep about ten minutes into this. Because it will go longer than ten minutes, oh, I assure Oh, it will it ever. <laughs> so, what do you got? Uh, I hopefully have a good uh, pillow next to me. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. I'll probably be falling asleep uh, yeah. right there along with you. Um, it, it's this, this feud should have been done five months ago. I don't know if it started five months ago, but it should have been done then. I wish. Uh, then it would have never happened. I wish. Big, big Show is one of those characters where you can sum him up in one sentence. He's big. That it, What else is there to his character? He's big, and he will pretty much do whatever is asked for, of him for money. That is pretty much his character, um, and that will only take you so far, and it, stopped, it got him that far in about 2004. But for some reason, it is decided that he is the one guy that you can keep in the main event over and over and change nothing. Uh, why the, why this is supposed to help Reigns, who is getting stronger and stronger pops every week. Uh, why this is supposed to help him, I don't understand. The, the I wanted to pull my hair out when I saw uh, Big yeah, Show come out. back with him? Yeah. Well, I thought we were uh, through this. You, yeah, you don't go... You, you, we don't go you don't go from the main event of WrestleMania against Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins, the guy who pinned him, and Reigns has messed with him in some tag matches to a feud with the Big Show. That's a punishment. Back to a feud with the Big Show. Not just a feud with the Big Show, back to a feud with the Big Show. I mean, WWE is going to be here in Lexington in about, uh, I think it's May 11th, and that was one of the advertised matches, and the tickets are like 15 bucks. I saw Big Show and Reigns, and I'm like, no. There's got to be something else to do that. An interesting question on this. I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. How is the Chicago crowd going to react to Roman Reigns when he comes out? What's going to happen? Oh, Are dear. they going to be like made a smark now? Are they going to be like, well, before booing him was the cool thing to do, but now everybody boos him, so now we're going to cheer him? Is that going to happen? What's going to happen? Like, Oh, man, I hadn't thought of that. Uh, I think it's... Oh, I think the Divas might get a reprieve is what might happen. Well, um you know what? I'm kind of interested in this just because, and this is really going out on a limb and being very, very positive and hopeful. You know, Show's an all-time veteran. He's, you know, really professional. Um, that You know they're putting reins with him. Show understands what this is about. You know, oh, yeah. they're putting reins with, with Show so Show can lead him along and try to get him put him over. Right? They've got a, a brutal gimmick. Last Man Standing matches can get crazy. They're going to be in front of a hot, hot, crazy crowd. Maybe show, you know, Big Show's been around forever, so maybe he has the veteran stroke to be like, hey, let's go crazy. Let's go fucking nuts. Do some crazy stuff. Do everything you can do to get over. Maybe this will be nuts. I mean, Big Show can come out of nowhere sometimes on you, like he did with Sheamus and uh, his his feud with Sheamus a couple years ago. Big Show can come out of nowhere and have some wild, really entertaining matches. So we'll have to see. I don't... There, well, there's that glimmer. The, that glimmer, actually, now that you mention it, he also had some really good last-man-standing matches with Alberto yeah, uh, a couple yeah, of years back, yeah. which, I mean, again, I wouldn't have expected that, but it worked really well. Um, the problem is, though, 
we've seen these two fight before, and it didn't work. Yeah. Uh, because for some reason it was decided Big Show gets the first pin on Reigns in a single match. Yeah. Uh, with, you know what would be I, funny? You know what I really hope happens? If this happens, then the, the show will be worth it. If Reigns somehow gets his hands on that on that fucking trophy and breaks it and smashes it everywhere. A trophy? <laughs> a, a wrestling trophy being smashed? What is this nonsense you speak well, of? Well, I, it happens, but, I mean, let's... let's you know me, because I'm always with using everything that you can logically use to try and, and make something better or to improve it. So the best... That trophy's getting smashed at some point. Oh, we know it's that. getting smashed. <laughs> I'm stunned so, it's last this long. So let's use it in this match where it's no holds barred anyways and get something hilarious. First of all, that's funny. Second of all, that crowd is going to shit if he gets that trophy and breaks it. <laughs> um, you, you, so really wanna break, you really want to break the armbar trophy again? Who, uh, who's going... Uh, Reigns is going over, right? He oh, uh, uh, we say that, but we... we said that... Keep in mind, that's what people said when he was fighting Big Show when Big Show pinned him a couple of months ago on Raw. Yeah. Logic goes out the window when Big Show is involved. Um, I will take what should be the safest bet on the show, well, one of the safest bets, and go with Reigns. Uh, hopefully after about... I'm thinking maybe a 45-second match, but uh, I don't think we're that lucky. You may end up disappointed on both of those fronts, my friend. I'm afraid so. You know what I don't think will disappoint us? Ziggler and Sheamus. I think, first of all, I'm I'm very interested to see how the Chicago crowd is going to react to Sheamus' new character. Because I think a lot of people who are really into wrestling, they get it. They get that this character change is awesome. Mm -hmm. They get that now Sheamus is allowed to be more brutal in matches. It's awesome. Uh, I think this could be this could be pretty good. The gimmick is horrifying. Um, there's nothing about it that isn't stupid. But I think you're gonna have these guys mesh really well in the ring. It's mm -hmm. gonna, I think it's gonna be a very good, very entertaining match. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see how into it the crowd's gonna be. Uh, I predict that. Probably Ziggler might win. If he does, uh, Sheamus is definitely not going to come through on the on the stipulation. Because that's what bullies do. They talk shit. They say something, you know, they talk about butts. And then they don't come through on the consequences. He'll run off if he loses or, you know, jump out of the ring and count it out and walk out or whatever. Even though it makes all the sense in the world to have Sheamus totally brutalize Ziggler. It does. What do you think? Well, I think you're right on Sheamus winning. Um, in theory, it should work. Ziggler, like you said, is he's like he's similar to Harper, where he's going to get cheered no matter what he does, or not cheered, but you know what I mean. He's going to be yeah, over no be matter over, what he yes, does. Um, he's going to be over no matter what he does. So just having Sheamus get a big pay per view win, uh, his first pay per view back, it's the logical move to go with. Like you said, the, the gimmick is just stupid. I, I don't know who thought this was. What is extreme about this? I mean, you'd have to look on some pretty extreme websites to see something similar to it, so there's that. If but that's all we've got, we're in trouble. I can just, <sighs> I just, I just so, I can feel, I, I can so see this being like a Kevin Dunn, Vince McMahon, like, ho, 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 thing, kiss me arse, oh, that's so fucking cool. No, stop, stop. I mean, I remember reading when Seamus started, he, he, came up with the Celtic warrior thing to get away from all the Irish stereotypes. Yeah. And then, and, <laughs> and now <laughs> we're doing this. Yeah. 
I mean, just it, it, well. To be fair, though, can you? He would probably would have come out as like a leprechaun. Yeah, or that's true. That's that's like, what that's what it would have been. A uh, pot at the end of the gold match. Oh yeah. Pot, pot of gold on the, on a pole match. They'd have to climb up and get <laughs> get the fucking pot of gold down, and like you could whack the other person with it if you get it. That's what it would have. That's what it end up happening. And if it would have been in TNA, there would have been like gold chocolate. The, the the gold the gold coins inside would have been the chocolate coins, and they like would have melted and got all over the place and looked completely ridiculous. And they probably would have had Dixie Carter's picture on them. Oh, of course. Basically, they would have. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, so something that uh that would cause the, grievous injury to my heart. And speaking of grievous injuries, what what's gonna happen with Brian and Barrett? Like I, the last update I saw, I, I don't understand. I do not understand this. Because the last update I saw, they said that he's going to be out four weeks. But they're like, his his status for Extreme Rules is uncertain. Well, he, right. he's out four fucking weeks. It, it's not uncertain. He's out. But they didn't say he was out. So, what? Have you? Has anything come? I looked around today, and I didn't I haven't see seen anything, anything else. I haven't seen anything new. Um, just the, just the, before we came on here, I checked WWE.com to see if there was anything new. There's nothing that wasn't announced on Raw, I mean, uh, in case you missed it, on Raw they said the match is pending Brian's health. So okay. WWE, WWE has acknowledged it, um, that he's uh, that he's banged up. And but... then the report came out. I'm pretty sure right. WWE posted it, didn't they? That he was out for four weeks. I don't remember if uh, WWE posted I did see the report. I don't know if WWE posted no, nothing confirming whether or not right. what um, he's going to be doing. So we'll, what we'll do here, if he's there... God, I don't know. I don't know if you can not factor in the injury because even if even if he can come to the match, I mean they know he's hurt. I, will I, they still put the belt on Barrett? For the life of me, I cannot picture him him going him actually working on Sunday. He might appear, but I really do not see him getting in the ring. If it's a head injury like they've talked about, which again the story has changed about times. him. Yeah. yeah, I think it's changed since we last talked about it. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, it definitely did. To like he's just like it's like it's just a just a general injury or something like that. Um, I just can you don't mess with those head injuries, whether or not it is one, it's not really clear. You don't mess with those. You don't, especially with a guy whose finishing move is to bash you in the head. Yeah, there's that. Um, I, I don't see, see that's, it happening. That's, that's where I'd go with it. Go ahead and do it. Have him have the match. Have Barrett destroy him with a bull hammer, and then write him off the show and let him recover, and then say he was because of Barrett. Hello? Yeah, yeah, but this is modern wrestling yeah, where we have to deal with everything. Yeah. We have to tell you every single thing that's happening for reasons that I will never understand. That injury, the injury thing, is something that I just never get. Like Roman Reigns, same thing. When he got hurt, why? Why just did they report that? Cut to the Russ. back, have him laying face down. That he just got the Christ fuck knocked out of him by Rollins or somebody, whoever he was feuding with at the time, and then. That's how you write him off the show, that this guy did this to him. Why would you not use that to build somebody, to put somebody over, and to keep building an angle? God, I remember I remember when, <laughs> right after Del Rio had, had debuted, he was feuding with Christian, and you just see Christian in the back holding his arm, because, amazingly enough, Christian was injured. Uh, you just see Christian holding his arm, and Del Rio has this evil grin on his face, and it's perfect. Exactly. Because you don't, the key thing, you didn't see what he did, you don't need but to. you know he did something, and it's putting it in your head about what did he do to him. You saved the guy from physicality. You, I mean, that's how that's how you could really work this. You could, you know, show Brian being assaulted. He's brave. He doesn't want to be held out of the match. So you got a little bit of made a reality there. 
he comes out anyways. He's dangling his shoulder. He's all messed up. He gets in the ring, um, tries his best for, you know, a minute, two minutes. Bullhammer picks him up. Bullhammer again. I'm going to end your fucking career. I'm Bad News Barrett. Pins him. One, two, three. Barrett's the new champ. You put him over. Brian can go recover. But again, uh, who knows what how they'll deal with it. Well, now, that brings up another interesting question. Assuming Brian can't go, which that seems to be the case, what do they put in there instead? Probably something stupid. Uh, best case scenario, this could be a situation where Brian can't go, Barrett stands in the middle of the ring, is spouting off at the mouth uh, about how, you know, he's just a he's just a little guy, he's just a little punk, and out comes Neville. And those two tear the building down in an unannounced 10-minute match that the Chicago crowd will eat up. Well, there goes my response. I had the same thing. And, um. Well, and what's actually going to happen, probably something completely fucking useless, where they're going to limp deck around about this for uh, long enough for Brian's going to have to forfeit the belt, thusly putting over fucking no one and wasting all of our time. But hopefully things play out that way. Well, I can understand if they don't want to... I can understand not putting him in the ring if he's too bad. Yeah, no, I'm fine with that. I am fine with that. But they're just... They seem so hesitant to pull the trigger on, like, okay, this didn't work out, so let's go this direction. Like, they don't ever do that. They always wait and wait around and wait around, and then you end up with something completely unsatisfying by the end. I mean, you know what? Fuck it. If he can't go, announce it during the day on WWE.com, blow it up. Hey, Brian's messed up. Fatal four-way, vacant intercontinental championship. Right. I mean, how how much would that crowd? It's a gimmick match, so it fits the show. Mm-hmm. The crowd would love it. Throw Neville in there, like you know what I mean? Like, do Neville something would with seem, it. Neville would seem to be the logical person to put in there. Um, if Neville does go in there, and let's say it's just one-on-one, because that's probably the logical answer right now is just to put somebody else in there. Uh, does Neville leave with the title? Uh. I don't think that speaks to what they're trying to do with the belt. I don't think it does either. But nobody... It's tough, though, because nobody else... Nobody is that... Nobody else that they could put that belt on right now is at Brian's level. So it's kind of going to happen anyway. So I don't right. I don't know. But you could easily throw, you know, Barrett Neville for the face and the heel for the other parts, uh, Stardust, Art. and R-Truth. Truth. Yeah. Something like that. You could, and just I think at the end of the day, Barrett winds up with the title, yeah. assuming assuming then, they're not. And then you have Daniel Bryan come back on, you know, maybe an injury, maybe an injury comeback storyline, and they settle mm-hmm. it when Bryan's healthy. Right. It's what it's one of those things where you have you can you have Barrett there. He's a what a five time champion already. A, one more title reign. It's not gonna basically it just resets us back to before WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. Before the title and became. Hopefully they they take care of Barrett a little bit better. Well, I wouldn't get my hopes up on that one. Would not get my hopes up. Cena Rusev. Answer me something real quick. Yes. Why the hell did Rusev get to pick the stipulation for this? Uh, Like, he's like, Cena's the champion, and then he just pops up one day, and he's like, Siberian chain match, bitch. And Cena was like, okay. And then that was it. Like, what? It's th- it, we're recording this at 3.30 in the morning, so I can't come up with a in-Soviet-Russia joke, but uh, there's really in Soviet no In Soviet-Russia, Challenger tells stipulation to you. I, I think the easier one would be gimmick picks, or Russian picks gimmick, ah. but that's not See, funny. W- what, um, 
what's tough about this, what sucks about this, is this match is going, in reality, this match is going to be super brutal and, like, shitty for both of them. But it's just not going to get the credit for it because it's a PG. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to oh, be yeah. a PG match. But if me and you took a fucking big-ass chain out in the backyard and started slapping the shit out of each other with it, that would hurt, like, really bad. And this is going to hurt really bad. But they're not – just, like, just what Rusev did to Cena on Monday night where he wrapped it around his face like that. Like, that would That's hurt like a great. motherfucker. That and they great. are not going to get the credit for it at all. It's going to no, be like, oh, just another, you know, strap match. But it's not. That's going to hurt like a bitch. <laughs> it's a chain. You, you yeah. can't fake a metal chain. I mean, ask Roddy Piper if he can hear you after he got hit in the head with it at Starcade right. 83. Well, I mean, because Greg Valentine hit him like 117 times or something like that. So and know. and Piper's ear was banged up coming into that, I think. Um, but anyway. Um, Cena wins. Pretty obvious. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you um, think they're going to do one of those deals? The, uh, you know, the old the old Sting Vader finish. The one where Rusev's going to be dragging him around, but he's going to be touching it. And Rusev's not going to know. And well, is there any pop up at the last second tagging himself. Has that match ever finished any other way? I'm sure somewhere, someplace it has. Damn sure not in the fucking WWE, though. Because, fuck creativity. So, just watch one of their tag matches. Um, This is one of those where there is not much to say about it because it is as predictable as, oh, me watching a wrestling match. I I wonder, uh, here we go. Do you think we're going to get the hangman spot? Where he's going to hang Cena from out of the ring with the chain? God, that crowd would go nuts oh i hope so it, it, it the good thing about the chicago crowd is they appreciate the old school yeah, stuff yeah so if yeah. you give them just a spot like that or just it, it does the it, the ending is obvious but they will accept it if both guys work hard and you know Cena's going to work as hard as he can because that's what he does rusev seems like rusev is a good choice for a power guy to just like do horrible things to cena yeah and then have Cena power out and win at the end yep. in a big in a big Yay America segment. I think, that, with... I think that the the ending of the match is, is not in question, both who's going to win and how he's going to do it. It's the, 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 the pudding here is how it's going to go down. Like, what's, what are we going to get in, in the in-between? Because Cena loves that fucking hangman spot. I know I've seen him do it in a thousand other matches that had a strap or something like that. So right. uh, that, that, I'm pretty, pretty sure that's happening. Um, yeah, and then we'll probably get the inevitable flag match at... Uh, payback. God, please, which... please no. Please can this be done. A black match would have been pretty pretty impressive on this, actually, now that I think about it. Now that you it, mentioned it, it. it. It's the only... It, I've been waiting... I thought they were going to have that at WrestleMania, but... It would have been solid. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, we have to do it at Payback, because that means the writers don't have to come up with another set of stories yet. Yeah, there you go. And and why would you want to let them have this have these feuds die at two pay-per-views when they can really die at a third? Really die? Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's kind of tough too because, like, how does how does Rusev handle this? Um, how does somebody who's never, you know, been stopped by anybody or beat by anybody, how does he handle losing two in a row to the same guy? Like, why would he go away? So, while I understand what you're saying about the lack of creativity, and, and believe me, uh, no one agrees more. At the same time, I mean, it does kind of make sense as, as well because why would somebody like that just just give up? Why would he quit? Like, why would he accept accept uh, accept defeat? Um, my guess for that would be whatever Lana tells us to go with. Um, yeah, yeah. She pretty much, she directs that character as well as anyone else, considering almost her only line is shut up and whatever she says in Russian. 
She hasn't done that line for a long time. That was awesome back then. It had. It when was. When she used to do the Nemanja thing, the attention in Russian, and she'd just keep oh, yeah. saying it, and the crowd would fucking go crazy. That was uh, a good time. She, she has, but as soon as she takes her hair down and, like, embraces America, she is going to be as over as any diva has been in years. I don't know. I think part of that, I think part of it is, is the whole package with her. I think that's why people are so into her, because she's not your typical diva, and she has a really uh, unique look that's all her own. And there's yeah. there there are certain, uh, how shall we say this, there are certain preferences at work with a lot of people with the, the certain look that she has going there. She's, you know, the, the authority, you know, authoritative female yeah with the, with the with the stacked bod there's some there's some things just remember everyone that this is an 18 and over show but we will not go into exactly what i'm talking about here if that was 18 i'm uh, I'd, I'd be curious to upgrade to a 21 and over show then mm-hmm. yeah right um orton rollins i am not excited this not match either. has just about all the excitement of like a parking ticket or ringing the doorbell on my ex-girlfriend's house things like that uh what do you think i think that uh the i think that the kane show with orton and rollins as the backup players uh is not going to be the best main event in the world um uh, like we said last time it's a cage match we have seen a lot of cage matches uh these two do have good chemistry together they They will they they, they do they will put on a good match but there is almost no way that uh, Rollins drops the title here. Especially, Zero! Especially considering, I don't know if you saw this, WWE leaked the promo for Payback. Yeah, I heard and about it that. Sho- it, uh, I won't spoil it here, but they show the main event for Payback. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah w- Let's just uh, say uh, there's a reason that they don't put out betting odds that are serious at sports books for these shows. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh yeah, I heard about that. Hey, you know what would be interesting, though? And you know what would be a insane pop? If fucking Lesnar comes out and does the old the old Phil LaFon spot from the NWA, which later became the Kane spot from Bad Blood 97, where he comes out and rips the fucking door off the cage and goes after Rollins. Oh, man, that, that would be good. And then somehow in the ensuing chaos, Rollins, you know, sneaks out or whatever. He gets dragged out of the cage by... And that's the way that the authority becomes involved because of Lesnar's interference. The door's ripped off. He comes in there, kills everybody in the ring, leaves, but then that allows the Stooges to jump in there and drag him out. Something like that. Well, that I be... see I see one good thing and one bad thing of this. One, there is the potential that, Les- that Rollins could try that stupid DDT thing of his on Lesnar and Brock might throw him all the way to St. Louis just from how <laughs> that, stupid that, that, that thing was. That should be looks. the finish. Lesnar should rip the door off and come in and throw Rollins over the top of the cage. <laughs> that should be it. Oh, or remember that, that uh, spot that Lashley did with Umaga in 06? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, where he flew through the wall. Couldn't they do that? Couldn't they gimmick the cage? And oh, sure. there's like, oh, there's no way Rollins is going to escape. Lesnar comes through, rips the door off, and throws Rollins through the cage. Wouldn't that be such a Rollins way to win this? Oh, yes. Now, the problem is, though, unfortunately, we can pretty much forget about Lesnar being there because it would defy the wishes of Stephanie McMahon. And that would just... Well, I that would just be a nightmare. I think, he's, I think he's fine. But yeah. what's now, going to actually happen is uh, 
probably going to be something considerably more stupid. Um, in this company, you don't say. And I can see. I mean, Rollins is going to leave with the belt, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I don't know how it'll it'll be some sort of silly fuck finish. Um, you know, and people are kind of complaining about that. It's kind of weird. I feel like I might have brought that point up like four weeks ago. That you know after the whole cash-in thing and everybody was losing their minds about how it was the greatest thing that's ever happened. And I said, well, I'll give this about 28 days before all of you realize, hey, this is just going to be Rollins cutting the same promo over and over every week and all the matches are going to end in fuck finishes that are not very imaginative and really irritating. And here we are. Well, they had me. This match had me intrigued until they announced Kane as the the guardian of the gate, because you can't just say the guy holding the key anymore. Everything has to be some big tagline. Uh, as soon as this show became all about Kane, like it did on Monday, my interest level, which was low to begin with, just plummeted. Because that's, that's it, probably what's gonna happen. See that that thing was so off the radar for me that I forgot that that was even like a thing that was involved in this. Kane will probably turn back. And then Monday he'll be laughing like, oh, ho, ho, I'm so smart. You bought it. You thought Kane turned. Oh, wasn't that so fucking, this is the greatest shit ever. No, no. Like, that's what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. That's what. That's how I've pictured it since since they announced that. Just it. The story makes no sense uh, if you think about it. Um, as if nothing else, on Monday, I think it was Rollins, was insulting Kane, but he never actually got to the insult. And Kane stormed out to come after him. Hmm. So, I mean, they—they, they, I guess they just missed a cue, or they thought that we were going to redo the lines. But it's—they go from Rollins apologizing in the back to Kane storming out after him when Rollins hadn't done anything bad in between, to Kane is the focus of this match. Um, Orton will put in his usual good performance. Uh, Rollins will jump eight feet in the air and take an RKO. It'll look cool. It won't look as cool as the time Evan Bourne did the shooting star press in the KB, one. KB, the goddamn RKO is banned. What is wrong with you? Um, my guess is we'll have at least three ref, bump, ref bumps in this match. Now, will there even be a ref in there? How do they even enforce that in a cage match? You're just qualified. What? I don't. I don't get it. I don't. Well, I guess so. Yeah. He'll use the RKO and get disqualified. Or he'll use it and get the pin. God, I could see that happening. He's going to use it and get the pin, and then the next night they'll reverse the decision and fuck my life. Yeah. And the Chicago and the show will end with Chicago fans chanting, Dusty finish, Dusty finish, yeah. Dusty finish. Uh, I know the RKO is banned. One is going to hit. You know it's going to. You think? Some, uh, yeah, or he'll like do a diamond cutter and say that wasn't an RKO. What, what is with... What is with Randy Orton and getting put into, like, handcuffed to fucking matches? I wonder if that's a rib on him. Like, remember the WrestleMania 25 main event? Oh, yeah. They're like, hey, this match, you, one of you has sexually assaulted the other person's wife. One of you has broken into the other person's home to fight you. But if you use any weapons or any extreme violence, you're disqualified. I remember. that makes a ton of sense. And now we have an angle with Rollins and Orton, which is basically built on Orton doing really fucking cool RKOs on Rollins, and then they're going to ban the move from the match. Yeah. On that WrestleMania 25 <laughs> match, a buddy of mine uh, had to run to the airport, and I had to send him some texts about some updates for the main event because he didn't get to leave. And I sent him texts saying, what happened? He said, man, this is WrestleMania. Stop screwing with me. What did they really do? 
Yeah, yeah, I can. And that's that. That's the first thing that popped into my head with this one. What are they doing? Like you said, the whole story is about Orton RKOing everybody, which he did on Monday, and then now he can't. Now he can't. And that's supposed to make me. Well, I would say make me want to buy the show, but it's another free month of the network. Did this is totally tangent, and I apologize to our listeners. Did I see what I think I saw last Friday? Did Neville do a fucking Phoenix Splash off the second rope? Isn't yes, that what did he did when he turned his back yes, to him? Yes, you did see that. Yes, you did see that. It's what is going on with this guy? Like. When Rollins did it, everybody... And he pulled it off better. It was cleaner than the one that Rollins did from the top. It, like, nobody even said anything. I'm barely remembering it, but... I was like, did he just... Did that just happen? It did happen. Neville is awesome. Hopefully yes, he comes he out during this match for no reason and jumps off of Kane's shoulders and does a Phoenix Splash into the ring. Because I am pretty much believe he could do it by this point. Well, to tangent your tangent... um, I've never understood why Van Dam gets so much more credit than Shane for his coast-to-coast versus the Van Terminator. Van Dam is an athlete. <laughs> well, yeah, but do you remember the no, difference? That's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Van Dam is an athlete. Why does he get all this credit? This dude is a boardroom flunky, and he did the same move. Well, uh, you know, it wasn't the man the does, get a lot of, get, does get a lot of fucking credit. Cause... Yeah, but the thing was, it wasn't the same move, though. Van Dam does a springboard. Shane just stood on the top rope and, and jumped. Went. Yeah, that's crazy. That guy missed his calling. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I mean, Vince wasn't going to let him be in the business. It's funny no. that Vince's father wouldn't let him be a wrestler, and then Vince wouldn't let Shane be a full-time wrestler. Yeah, but to, at least Shane seems to have gotten out at the right time. I, I just... Yeah. I know I know it sounds cool to have him be the, uh, the guy, but he seemed... He's running uh, an internet company in China and yeah, Triple H and stuff. He's doing fine. I think... I, I don't know. I'd be interested to hear that story someday. So, Rollins is leaving with the belt. Yeah. I think we all agreed on that. Um, yeah, overall, that, that, that's overall, how obvious it was. We started talking about Van Dam and Neville and Shane, Shane because there was nothing else to talk about with that match. This match, uh, sadly. Overall, this... Like I said, I'm not excited from the outset. But from what we've discussed here, I think it's pretty obvious that there's a lot of potential here. There's potential in Harper and Ambrose. There's potential in Reigns' show, even. There's potential in Cena and Rusev. And there's a world of potential in how they handle the Brian and Barrett situation. Yeah, this this seems to be a show where the overall feeling of it does not equal the total of the sum of its parts. Uh, it, it seems, like you said, every match seems to have potential to be good to very good. Uh, there will be some exceptions, but again, if they can keep the brutality up, that will overcome the lackluster story build. I mean, it just, if you, just, I mean, like you said, with uh, when you brought up Show and Sheamus, that was a boring story, but Sheamus beat him with a chair so badly that I didn't care. Yeah, yeah. You know, if they can do something like that here, if Reigns just does a huge spot, and, oh, I uh, think there's going to be various huge spots. I mean, if you have him, like, spear Big Show through a large wall... Have they kept him off TV since Show beat him down on the car? Uh, he, he, he had an interview segment, and he, he had at least an interview segment. He was also in the main event of, uh, of SmackDown. So the answer is no. That Correct. That would have been a really cool way to do this. Yeah, uh, have they you seen Smackdown? If they would have kept... I have not watched it yet, no, sir. Um... Okay. 
if they would have kept him off air after that beatdown and had him come back for the for this to get his revenge, like that would have yeah. been pretty badass. Had him yeah. cut a little promo out in the hallway uh, before he walked through the curtain to go out, you know, being like, "Oh, I'm back, bitch, and I'm about to take out all of this rage on you." You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, no Alex Riley infringement, but that would have been. I think that'd have been a lot better way to handle this. But oh well, they get they so- need somebody to fill in. How do you feel about Reigns? Maybe, maybe Reigns taking that Intercontinental title. Oh, man. Uh, that's It's interesting, but I think he seems primed to go after Rollins. It, it's the more... that's the that, that There's a built-in story there. Yeah, yeah. I know we've seen it before, but at least now there is, there's a fresh step to it after what happened at WrestleMania. Um, there's, a, there's a logical reason for them to fight each other again instead of just saying, well, they have a history together, so we don't need a story. There is something new there. Um, I think Reigns isn't above the Intercontinental Championship. I would have liked to have him do that instead of being the main event of WrestleMania this year. Um, But I think I would go with... uh, I'd go with someone else besides Reigns to take the Intercontinental. All right, all right, just an idea. So overall, we're feeling not a ton of excitement, but enough potential is there that, you know, we we, we could see something could see something pretty big uh so we'll, we'll see it we'll see how things shake out uh speaking of seeing how things shake out myself and kb will be back uh for your monday morning commute to cover the fallout from airstream rules and we will also go over all the news stories from the rest of the week all the highlights from uh well it'll just it'll be an extreme rules and nxt centric show since myself and uh ty Berna already covered raw last week and then smackdown is you know, SmackDown. So this will be a very uh, Extreme Rules Fallout and NXT Fallout-centric show for you guys for Monday morning. We're also going to go over all the... Well, I, there wasn't really any huge news stories over the week. There was a certain somebody visiting backstage at NXT last night, is what I heard. We'll discuss that uh, and cover both of the uh, big events from this week and the weekend. Uh, KB, any last thoughts before we get on up out of here? Um... Can someone please make Big Joe retire? That's my thought. Of, well, that's, that's what my I said from the, the beginning. Game. They should have made this a fucking retirement match. Oh, my God. You want the Chicago crowd to be 100% on Reigns' side? Have it be a Loser Leaves Town match. <laughs> but we haven't had that gimmick in forever. In forever! Well, because where's he going to leave town, too? That would be great if he beat him and then he went to NXT. <laughs> went, that down would... there, he went down there as a commentator. Big Show would be an awesome. I loved him on commentary. Oh, yeah. He's... when. It, stay away from knucklehead but when he's doing wwe style comedy he's pretty good not i mean a quick recommendation if you've never seen it somehow kurt angle versus big show backlash 2000 that speaks for itself if you want just a quick comedy match you had you had to, you had to get one in yeah yeah <laughs> that's all right um oh, don't worry i've got two for uh for uh the extreme rules yeah, let's not show. forget that segment we've got the, for the extreme rules coverage segment we also have KB's match and show recommendation segment. That'll be be another solid one. I hope everybody enjoyed Sold Out 98. Um, goodness, I forgot what I was going to say. Hope everybody enjoyed that show. Hope everyone enjoyed this show. Uh, everybody, please continue to hit us back with the feedback. You guys can go ahead and say that NorCal, it was fucking terrible at the end when you forgot what you were going to say. Uh, my Twitter is at MNorCal at capital M-N-O-R-C-A-L also hit up KB's Wrestling Reviews. He's posting columns and new shows all the time. I've seen a couple of new posts on there the other day. And please, uh, 
any feedback if there's a if there's a news story that you want to hear covered if you want to hear minor kbs or ties when he's on take on you know maybe some of the other shows ring of honor uh tna etc etc um back to, you know well, next time we do an nfl show if you want to hear our opinion on what what your team did this offseason we will cover it uh just keep hitting me back with the feedback i'm really thankful for it uh love all the people uh all the downloads explosion of popularity that we were not quite expecting um so thanks everybody for that keep up with the feedback and always remember the card is subject to change see you guys on monday morning